Hello again. This is part two of Saul versus Paul, the power to change through the Holy Spirit. Now where we left off, God had commanded for Ananias to meet Saul. Understandably so, Ananias was apprehensive given Saul's reputation of persecuting the saints at Jerusalem. But as we have learned from the scriptures, this was the will of God to prepare Saul for his bishopric, that is, a teacher and disciple for the Gentiles. So Ananias obeyed God. When he entered into the house of Judas and found Saul, he then placed his hands upon him and he blessed him. Upon receiving this blessing from Ananias, scales fell from Saul's eyes and his vision was restored. He also received the Holy Spirit. Saul was immediately baptized. Now why was Saul made blind in the first place? Christ was reproving and humbling him. This physical blindness also represented spiritual blindness of Saul before he was converted. A person that is spiritually blind is one that cannot or is not willing to see or understand the truth for what it really is. The truth is founded upon the Ten Commandments and testimonies of Jesus Christ. Individuals that are blind to the laws of God are living in darkness. But the light, which is Christ and his truth, shines in the darkness. It will direct you towards the straight and narrow path which leads to salvation. Like Saul, there are other children of God that might be living in darkness today. They cannot see or hear the truth. Remember that these people require the Holy Spirit who will remove the scales from their eyes and they will see God and his word clearly. We know that Saul received the Holy Spirit and his sight. He was then baptized. This physical act of baptism represents purification and devotion to Jesus Christ. Not only that, it points to the death and burial of our old life of sin and the rising again of our new life of obedience in Jesus. The physical act of baptism is useless if we continue to remain in sin. We know that was not the case for Saul. After he had been baptized and ate food, he remained with some of God's disciples in Damascus and began preaching of Christ in the synagogues. Now many of the people that heard him were astonished because they knew of the old Saul, the one that persecuted and condemned the saints of God to death. But no matter the skepticism, Saul, also known as Paul, became stronger through the Holy Spirit. And from henceforth, Paul, never turned back to his old ways and remained strong in the truth, even unto death. Now Paul traveled to many places in the earth to preach the gospel of Christ, some including Arabia, Antioch, Cyprus, Thessalonica, Corinth, Ephesus, Galatia, Philippi, and of course, Rome. Now Paul wrote many works his writings consist of letters that he sent primarily to Gentile churches. In these letters, he gives powerful sermons that exhort the truth, as well as give encouragement and reproof, all for the perfecting of the saints. Recall the book of Romans, Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and Thessalonians. These were Gentile churches he was writing to. This does not include the epistles he wrote to individual saints such as Timothy, Titus, and Philemon. He also wrote the book of Hebrews addressing the Jews. 
It is plain to see that Paul's writings were quite extensive, writing more than all the other apostles. His works were inspired by the Holy Spirit and therefore are the truth and law. However, his writings also are stumbling blocks for the unlearned and those who do not seek the truth in its entirety. Peter, one of the twelve apostles, spoke of this in 2 Peter 3, verses 15 to 16, which states, An account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul also, according to the wisdom given unto him, have written unto you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest, as they do also the other scriptures, unto their own destruction. Like Christ and other leaders of faith, Paul had to face much adversity while teaching the gospel. In 2 Corinthians 11, verses 22 to 26, he depicts his trials and tribulations. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more, in labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequent, in deaths oft. Of the Jews five times received I, forty stripes save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods, once was I stoned, thrice I suffered shipwreck, a night and a day I have been in the deep, in journeyings often, in perils of water, in perils of robbers, in perils by my own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren. You see, Paul had to pick up his cross and walk on towards salvation as is required of all the saints. This journey is not an easy journey. Just as Christ suffered, so must we. And so did Paul. However, Paul was blessed abundantly with much skill, talent, and faith. And as the scriptures so perfectly state, for unto whomsoever much is given of him, shall be much required. Luke 12, verse 48. Now concerning Paul's death, the Bible does not describe it. Paul, however, knew that he would die and was prepared for it. In 2 Timothy 4, it states, For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Because the scriptures do not specifically discuss how Paul died, we do not know for certain. However, there are some literary sources that state that Paul was beheaded with a sword in Rome. Given that he was a Roman citizen, this exempted him from other torturous executions, such as being on the cross. So this is very possible. But what is most important is that Paul indeed stood for the truth with great conviction and diligence. His story showcases the power to change who you are 
and what you do through the Holy Spirit in Christ Jesus, bringing to life the scriptures that state, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Philippians 4.13 And not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Zechariah 4.6 Like Paul, let us also fight the good fight and keep the faith, that we too may obtain a crown of righteousness and be joined with Christ and our heavenly family for all eternity. May God be with you all. Amen.